Thank you for listening to the podcast of First Baptist Church, Black Mountain, North Carolina. We're just east of Asheville. Our pastor, Dr. T. David Phillips, will be bringing the message for you today. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you'll visit us soon. And now, Dr. Phillips. We welcome you to a place for you. In this podcast, we will examine the special calling and place Christ has for you. You are welcomed. There is a place for you. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals. For the place where you were standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land into a good, spacious land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now, Go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. What an experience. What a call. 
to look at a bush and it not be consumed, but to hear your name spoken. Moses, take off your shoes. Quick study of scripture would reveal and we would discover that there are very few passages that speak of shoes in the Bible. Boaz had one shoe contract that he made so that he could marry Ruth. The loving father gave his returning son a new coat and a brand new pair of shoes. John the Baptist said quite strongly and quite forcefully, I am not worthy even to tie the sandals of the one who comes behind me. And yet God says to Moses, take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. I think many of us, when we read this account, when we hear it preached, we, we think that and we almost expect that God's going to do us the same way in, in terms of a call. When, we, when God speaks, we hear this big voice and we see fire or we feel the wind and it's God who says, I want you to go here or there or I want you to listen. But my experience and yours as well, I am sure, is that we have the Elijah experience. It is in silence. It is in being close to God that we hear God speak. This morning, I want us to think about taking off our shoes, about the attention and the direction that God can give when we are in his presence. God. God, I speak. It was Brother Andrew, a monk contemporary of Thomas Burton, who said there is absolutely excitement in obedience, in listening, in hearing God speak, and then seeing where God is working and discovering that God is in the middle of it. God is speaking even right now. The attention, the attention that we give to the Lord the, the presence that we come into his presence. Moses, Moses, take off, take off your shoes. I must be very candid with you as we, as, we as we talk about and think about attention. It happened to me the other night and I was self-convicted and that is, as you know, the most difficult and the painful I was with Madeline. We were having some time together. We were, we were talking about the day. We were playing a game, and I found myself. I found myself. I was with her, but I found myself thinking about the day that I had experienced. I found myself reliving conversations with members. I found myself thinking about, I need to do this, or I, I want to try to see this person tomorrow, and I was not really present with her. My body was there, but I wasn't present. God said to Moses, 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 and Moses said, here am I. And in verse 12, God says, I am with you, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will go with you. I'm with you right now. 
giving God the attention to hear him speak. It's a funny thing, and it's a very interesting thing to, to decide and to discover that what we hear in the presence and what we focus on directs our path, directs our walking. I think that's why Moses was commanded, take off your shoes. You're standing. You're sitting on holy ground. I have something to say to you. I want to be with you. I want to hear the beatings of your heart. I want to hear what's going on. Sit down and take a few moments. I don't know if you've ever heard the story of Mother Teresa, but they said that she had absolutely horrible feet. When she would remove her shoes and, and people would see her feet, they would just, <gasps> but this is the story. As she worked with people, as she worked in the orphanage, as people brought shoes, she would go through all the shoes and she would take the worst pair and she would always wear those shoes. And many times they were too small or they were too large, but she would cram her foot in there and she would walk in those shoes because she wanted someone else to have the nicer shoes. She would take what was left, what was not wanted what was undesirable, and she would put those shoes on her feet. And they said to watch her walk was an interesting thing. To watch her from side to side, hobbling back and forth, trying to walk in shoes that did not fit, trying to walk in shoes that were worn out. She put these shoes on, and she wore the shoes that no one else would want. Because she heard God over and over say, care for those, serve those, and love those. I thought about this morning before the sermon, taking off my shoes. I thought that would be neat to preach barefooted, but I, I didn't do it. I, I kept my shoes on. But I, like Missy said in the children's moment, I remember growing up, and this, this may be an upstate South Carolina thing, but I remember, I remember when it was okay just to throw the shoes aside to go barefooted. Do you remember that? Do you, do you remember until your feet would get tough? Remember stepping on something, a rock or, or something, and just being, ow! Nothing between you and the earth to be intimate there, to hear God speak. Moses, 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 take off your shoes. Let's spend some time together. See, I will tell you, if you don't remember anything else this morning, the battle is not with, with strength. The battle is won with the presence, being in the presence of the Lord. Attention. Attention, take off, take off your shoes, Moses. There's a, there's a passage in the Bible, Revelation 3 in the back, and, and I really want you to read this sometime today. Revelation 3, 7, and 8. And it goes something like this, writing to the church at Philadelphia. The Lord said, go, go, go where I will take you. When the Lord closes, when the Lord opens the door, no one can shut, and when the Lord shuts the door, no one can open. What a power. 
What power. To know and to spend time in the presence and, and, to, and to feel his direction, to feel his peace, to feel his presence, his power, and to know that where he leads you, where he sends you, if the Lord opens the door, no one can shut it. And if the Lord shuts the door, no one, no one can open it. I think there is a word there for us. Being in his presence, being in his, to have his attention, to spend time with him. Moses, Moses, and, and Moses, I think the strongest word, the strongest response, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Here I am I. This is a word for us this morning. We are bombarded. We are worried. We are anxious. We're stressed. We're preoccupied. It is a call to hear the Lord speak. It's a call to hear the Lord speak to this fellowship. It's a call to hear the Lord speak to you. It's a call to, to listen to the Lord as he will direct. Do we really believe that? If we believe that, then we claim that if the Lord opens the door, no one can shut it. Then we go in his power. We hear, we hear him speak, and we know he's with us. See, there, there are three things that happen with Moses, and, and they're very, very able to happen to each one of us. Moses, we look at his life, it took 40 years of wandering, of 40 years. And there were many times, especially in Moses' younger life, that he was running ahead of the Lord. And I find myself in that case. We can either run ahead of the Lord or we can run behind. We can, we can sit where we are. We can, we can be so preoccupied of what we do that, that there's no way that we can hear or we can, we can move to the Lord and hear him say, come, come. I am with you. Moses Moses, there were many times in his life that he retreated after being in the presence of the Lord after failure. He said, oh, I, I can't go on. And, and God would say, Moses, remember, remember not to retreat after failure, not to, not to retreat where you are right now and say, the Lord is not speaking. It, the question is, are we drawing close? Are we listening? either running ahead or retreating after failure or comparing yourselves to someone else. Let me, let me remind you, let me challenge you. The great news is the Lord, the Lord is speaking to you. He's not speaking to, no, don't worry what he said to anyone else. The Lord is speaking to you. Moses, Moses. Before we can practice kindness and gentleness, we have to practice it with ourselves to be in the presence of the Lord, to hear him speak. I love, I love what we sang together. Did you get the words? Word of God speak. Fall down like rain. Gosh, we've had enough rain this week, haven't we? Anybody want some more? 
but to, but to replenish, to bless. For the Lord to have our attention, for the Lord to direct word of God, presence of God speak. Fall down. Fall down like rain. Her name was Elizabeth. Not the Elizabeth in the Bible, but she was a church member. And Elizabeth was a saint. But she had this thing, this habit that she would do every time I saw her, every time anyone saw her, is you would be talking to Elizabeth, and whatever you were wearing, Elizabeth would pull you closer. I mean, she would literally pull you closer within about six inches. You talk about private space. There was, there was no private space with Elizabeth. Every time I would see her, it did not matter. If she found a restaurant that she wanted to tell you, she would pull my shirt. And I would be this close to Elizabeth. And there were sometimes I would, I would just uh, want to see because there were some times that I wasn't comfortable she did not wait for me to move to her. She, moved, she pulled me to her. And there were some times I'd step back. She had that hydraulic pull <laughs> right there. And I could literally feel her breath. And she say, and she would say these words, look, look, look. And I would always think, I can't see anything but you. <laughs> you know, I think, I think many, many times, many times in my day, every single day, the Lord, the Lord is, is trying through, through, through his presence to, to pull me and to say, look, look. Look around. Look where I'm working. Look how I love you. Listen. Listen. What the Lord did for Moses was to commission, was his call. What the Lord is doing this morning through this feeble pastor is saying, the Lord is speaking. Let us draw close. Let us listen. Let us close our mouths. Let us open our hearts. I just see him almost as Elizabeth would, would pull. Never uncomfortable. Always wanting to bless. One of the central messages of Scripture is that you are not alone. I would invite you to our worship services, our celebrations each Sunday morning, 10 a.m., First Baptist of Black Mountain. In fact, we have saved a place for you this coming Sunday. May God bless.